Hello and welcome to e-commerce Q&A. This is the show where we address the needs and interests of e-commerce store owners and operators just like you. During the show, we'll cover such topics as how can you maintain a healthy lifestyle while growing an internet business? How can you optimize your shipping? And everything in between. That's right, folks, we're going to address lifestyle as well as the tactical nuts and bolts of growing an e-commerce business. And now, e-commerce Q&A. Hey everyone, welcome to e-commerce Q&A. The winter sun is shining brightly outside. It is a gorgeous day. Today we're gonna try something a little different. We're gonna be doing a mini series on computer vision syndrome. This is the technical term for eye strain and pain linked with the use of computers. I have Michael Bauer with me today and we will be touching on some of the basic first steps to put into place that help in preventing computer eye strain. Welcome, Michael. So glad to have you with us. Thanks, Noel. It's good to be here. Awesome. Okay, to jump right in, and just for our listeners, these are some pretty basic steps, nothing too complicated, but we just wanted to make sure that you had them all in one place. So the first one is placement of your computer screen in regards to your eyes. Michael, can you give us some tips on that? Yeah, I mean, the main idea is you don't want to be too close to your screen. So 16 to 30 inches is typical good distance, or 20 to 26 being the average. Basically, if you can give your monitor a high five, that means you're at approximately the right distance. So obviously this is mainly gonna be a problem if you're working on a laptop computer, which I do a lot to help with other things like just to move around and not be always sitting and things like that. So what I do is actually have my laptop up on a little uh, laptop stand next to the big monitor. A lot of people do that. And that way I get the proper distance. Hmm. So 16 to 30. Right. 16 feels like too close though, I'd be like. Yeah, I don't think I could do 16. That would be very uncomfortable. Um, so jumping into lighting issues. With light in your office, some of the big no-nos are fluorescent lights. Those are the hardest on the eyes. Spotlights are the other ones that are difficult. Again, anything that has direct or harsh light, you want to avoid. You want to create that natural ambiance of more being outside in nature. Third point, overhead lighting. Not necessarily bad, but again, not that great. Fourth, and I think this is the biggest one, that I do, and I also see others do, is working in the dark. Again, when you're working in the dark, the drastic dark and light contrast of the computer screen is all your eyes are picking up, and you're constantly causing them to overwork every single time you work in the dark. Can I just jump in? I thought this was really interesting because I always thought contrast was a good thing. You know, I always have my screen on really high contrast all the time because I, you know, it's easier to see the differences between things, but apparently that actually is not what you want. Hmm. Based on a research, it's the idea, like you said, is out in nature, there are there are some places where you'd have very, very high contrast, maybe in a rainforest or something where patches of light filter through. But on average, especially where humans mainly live, you have not super high contrast. You know, like the difference between the grass and the tree and even the shade is not as great as it is looking at an incredibly bright computer screen at the you know blackness of the wall behind it. And even what, in nature how it, we transition with dawn and dusk. We transition into the darker and we transition into the lighter. Nothing is drastic. It's all very smooth and soft. Which, again, is kind of weird to me, but apparently it's better. We don't have any scientific articles or anything, unfortunately, to give you, but very strong proliferation of uh, you know what people are saying online about this. And it kind of makes sense, right? If you have a gentle transition between colors and light and dark, kind of makes sense that that would be good for your eyes. Yeah. So going on to the ideal lighting. And Michael, like you just said, 
the natural light is the best. And do you want to talk about how you have your desk set up? Uh, we're actually in your office right now. So with your desk set up, can you talk about where the natural light is? <laughs> where it is or where it should be. Where so should I be. have this um, <laughs> therapeutic light lamp. I love it. It's great. When I moved to Colorado, one of the big things I struggled with was the feeling of the long winter or just kind of not having enough light. So this thing helps a lot with that, but it's blaring me at the face right behind my computer screen. And apparently that's not what it should be. It should be more diffused and uh, kind of like flooding the whole room. And where would you want like light coming through a window So in regards to your desk? It looks like the research is saying that you want to have light coming in from a perpendicular angle. So if you're staring at your screen, it should be coming from off to the right or off to the left, which is actually good for me because I have a window off to my right. And so it's not like right behind my screen or behind me or obviously not above me. I guess above would work though. Like a, a skylight might work. Off so to the right what would you do? Left. Okay. So let's say we're in an office without a window, which that would be really sad. But if that was the case, or let's just say it's nighttime, where would you ideally want your lighting? Uh, I don't know. Okay, I'll jump in with that one. So basically what you want is a lamp placed slightly behind your monitor. Oh, right. So it kind of diffuses out. And you want it to have something like a shade on it or like the wrapping of a Chinese lantern, anything like that. Again, you're just creating the softening effect. And they were saying that you want the lighting in the room to match the lighting of the screen, if that makes any sense. The brightness, the average brightness of your screen, if your room can have that same average brightness, that's optimal. Yeah, that's great. And then can you tell us about the fancy solution with the ambient lighting? Oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. So it's basically, I don't know why it's so great, but they call it a light pack. You've probably seen these with uh, TV screens, but it's um, some lighting that goes behind your monitor and kind of serves this purpose. So I think it basically attaches to your monitor. Right. And then it shines on your wall in response to the colors that are on your screen. Right, which is apparently, it's again, cutting down on the, the, the harsh contrast between the edge of your screen and what's behind it and what's on your screen. Mm -hmm. And it looks really cool, by the way. There will be a link to that on Amazon. It's about 90 bucks, somewhere around there. Super cool. I'm totally going to get one of those. Okay, so next point here, eye breaks. And this was cool. I was doing some research in the Mayo Clinic popped up. Can you tell us about the 2020 rule, Michael? Yeah, this is new for me. So it sounds like if you do this, you'll get 2020 vision, but <laughs> apparently that's not what it means. Um, the idea, you'll keep your 2020 <laughs> vision, right? Yeah, well, the idea is that every 20 minutes, and this is something anybody can do, every 20 minutes, you look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. I actually love the fact that I'm next to this window because I can see the mountains in the distance and I look at them for as long as I possibly can. But I used to do a lot of like eye exercises and just felt like it was taking forever. But we'll talk more about eye exercises, I think. But yeah, 2020 is a good takeaway. Cool. Moving on to dry eyes. So with a computer screen, for some reason, we do not blink as much as we do as when we're in nature. And this can lead to dry eyes. So obviously, first step, easy step, free step, blink consciously, blink more. Sit at your computer screen and blink five times in a row. Keep those eyes blinking. Second point is there is some eye drops I found on Amazon that are natural. I have not tried them personally. I did a little bit of research. They look very clean. They're eye bright drops from Wisdom of the Ages. Again, we'll have a link below for you. 
Just a note with eye drops, there can be a lot of potentially irritating or not the cleanest ingredients in more your commercial or common eye drops. Uh, so just make sure that if you are putting something in your eye that you're reading what's in it and that you are comfortable with putting that in your eye. Moving on to the proper size of text and brightness. Michael, can you take this one? Yeah, I mean, this one is, is nice and easy. It's just, if it's like kind of hard to see, then make it bigger, right? <laughs> so this would apply to your phone, this would apply to your screen. Kind of tricky. One of my colleagues has a 4K laptop screen and I can't even see anything on it. And it's probably my eyesight not being good, but, but I would probably say, hmm, maybe I can make the icons bigger, make the words bigger. There's settings for this stuff. They're usually in the accessibility area of your settings on your computer. Interesting. You know, for me, my eyes do better when the screen's smaller. Oh, really? Yeah. The oh. bigger the screen, the more it's it's just like too much for me. Well, you always go command plus, right? To make things bigger. I do. I do. Yeah, I will make, sometimes I will make my text bigger. Yeah, your text was like 110% right here. Yeah, so I will make my text bigger, but I like my screen small. Not small, but you know, just normal laptop size. Okay, and then Michael, you did mention briefly yeah, your eye exercises. eye exercises. I was just wondering, could you explain what you did and then did it help you? Yeah, for sure. So the thing that I like doing is, I can't remember where I picked this up, but you put your finger on your nose and you look at it, so you're all cross-eyed, and then you start moving your finger away until it's as far as you can move it from you, and you're, you're concentrating very tightly on your, your fingerprint, try and focus on that. And then you look at something that's about eight feet away and then, you know, 15 feet away and then 20 feet away and then a lot farther away and something really far in the distance, like a star or a mountain range, and you bring it back in. You look again at your fingertip on your nose and you do that and you repeat it about 15 times. And I have noticed that that's helped with my eyesight a lot. You know what that, what, what is that doing? I think it's just apparently when you're looking at something really close by, it's actually harder on your eyes than when it's farther away. So it's helping the muscles, uh... I'm sure I'm using the wrong words, but, you know, relax or stop being so uptight. Hmm. If that's a term that I can use here. You said it did help you? Yeah, I actually felt a change. I mean, really, the main thing, if you can do one thing, get outside more and be in places where you can look really far away and look at the mountains, right? Because it seems like with the eye exercises, maybe that might feel like just more work. Is that true? Yeah, you do it naturally when you're out in nature. Okay, so there you go, people. Now you have an excuse. I have to stop working right now and go be outside. Um, you actually do. Your eyes need it. Um, can you just lastly, Michael, can you just talk to me real fast about anything you know about computer glasses? Have you ever tried them? Yeah, so I have astigmatism in my left eye. So I had to get prescription glasses a little while ago, and I really was resisting using them. Um, and I think that was actually causing more eye strain. But at the time, I got some gunners, I think is what they're called. They're, uh, gamers will know about, about these. These are like really commonly used for gaming or other things where you're going to be looking at a screen forever and you need to cut down on eye strain or people doing graphic design. So, Do they cut the blue light by any chance? Do you know? I think so. I mean, they have the amber lens. So huh. apparently blue light is the hardest, and I think it's because it's the highest frequency of light or close to the highest frequency of light. So... You know, you've probably seen that setting on your phone where you can make it like night setting. And if you look at that, it's a more amber colored screen. Oh, interesting. Um, not as harsh, not as bright. If you think about it, like when the sun's going down, it's, you know, sunset colors, right? Or, or even when you're just waking up in the dawn, we have these gentle colors. They're more red, more yellow. During the, the heat of the day, we're getting the full light spectrum. So that's it for today, folks. 
Thanks for being with us, Michael. My pleasure. Awesome. So next week, we will be talking about monitors and why they are not good for your eyes and what you can do about it. No, wait. No monitors are good for your eyes? Some are. Most aren't. The show notes are at the bottom. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or however else you like to listen to us. We would also love a five-star review on iTunes. And lastly, if you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed, make sure to send that in to podcast at celery.com. That is S-E-L-L-R-Y dot com. Talk to you guys next week. Adios. <laughs>